Okay, so I'm joined today by Eric Martin-Reed, who has been kind enough to give me his time today, and he plays the role of Gilbin Tricky. He also played the role of Cyrus Hatch in the second season, uh, but he is back as Gilbin Tricky, obviously. So uh, so he is who we're talking to today. So, um, so welcome, Eric, and thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. So I wanted to start Thanks. just with a little bit, uh, a little bit about you and kind of like your background. And so tell me where you're from originally. Uh, I'm an East Coast kid. I grew up in Baltimore. Really? And, yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then um, begrudgingly got dragged to uh, Indiana in high school because, you know, dad got a job. Um, they didn't want to. Uh, so we, we all moved. And okay. um, yeah. So Baltimore. And then I, I just kept going west after that. I say you made your way to Colorado, you said. And then Oregon is where you're based now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Now, your parents, what did they do for a living? My parents? Yeah. Oh, why do you ask that? Well, just because I'm curious about people's upbringings and their family backgrounds, because it influences like a little bit about who they are and how they got started doing what they're doing. Uh, now, if he was a spy or something, you don't have to talk about it. It's okay. But I'm just, you know. Yeah. There's a funny story there, actually, about being a spy is my brother. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, this I can say, uh, but it's hilarious. It uh, was in the Air Force. And, um, and he was the, he was in for like five years to help pay for college or, he, or a few years four years to help pay for college but he stayed on which was odd because i didn't know that he loved it and he just was very quiet about it hmm. and his last like two years hmm. um he was like apparently um doing he what he said was he was doing recruiting in hoboken so he lived in greenwich to just sort of get some culture he said and then but he had to work in hoboken and he just kept going on about how terrible it was and then, um, then he spent some time in South Korea doing something that he, that didn't, nothing seemed very exciting. And then hmm. years later, uh, he actually was going to school in, he got out and he was going to school in France. Uh, he's, he's that kind of, he's a guy, he's, he's the guy. Uh, <laughs> he's very, yeah, he, uh, he's good. And um, anyway, he was getting his MBA at this place in, in, in Fontainebleau, for those hmm. of you who might know Fontainebleau at uh NCAD, which is sort of he he tells me it's the harvard of europe so oh. that's why um anyway i was traveling with a backpack for well over a year um which is a whole nother thing uh and i stopped and stayed with him and he was working on a resume yada 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 he's like hey can you proofread this for me you know because i've got to send this to some recruiters um and i'm reading it and it's like um you know, uh, United States Air Force, I think he, I don't know what his rank was, maybe he made it to captain or something. He was like, blah, 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 blah. And it was like counterintelligence for Soviet blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, well, I was like, dude, you can't lie. <laughs> you can't. That's not okay. Like you were a recruiter in Hoboken and now you're trying to tell him you did counter and he got all serious. My brother is less, um, just slightly less like, like me which is I'm all over the place. And he's just like, he got all serious. Like, dude, I got to tell you something. I had to lie to the family. And it was like, for real, like he lied to lie to the family. Wow. Because he was doing counterintelligence. Oh my God. That's crazy. Which is great. Cause I was always like, God, I can't believe he's recruiting. Like he's a smart guy. He <laughs> languages. He shouldn't be recruiting in Hoboken, you know? Well, he was recruiting, but it's maybe not the kind of recruiting you thought. <laughs> Yeah. So I, uh, of course I asked him to see his choke wire because I assumed, as a, 
that's our joke. I'm like, someday you're going to show me the choke wire. That you <laughs> well, you might not want to see the choke wire. That, you know, if that comes out, that might be. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> so what, 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 your, what did your parents do then as far as background goes? Yeah, my dad was a physician, like really talented. He's so talented. I didn't, you know, I didn't um, spend a lot of time with him uh, growing up. And uh, then I was raised um, uh, lucky enough to have two moms in the sense of um, my stepmom raised me and um since i was four uh and then you know my mom lived mostly close by until uh, i got moved to indiana and um yeah so my one mom was a preschool teacher and my other mom was a, a psychiatric nurse did, so did any of that like what kind of steered you then in the, in the direction of like acting did they did they <laughs> have any did they have any like influence on that or was that just something out of just out of nowhere with you or how'd that happen I'm going to hope they don't watch this. Uh, <laughs> well, they can't unless they're patrons, so you're safe. Okay. <laughs> um, I am a, uh, I, I somehow, I just got wired a certain way. And that's, that's just full, full of um, emotions that need to come out. Uh, like just, you know, I don't have a big filter when it comes to the world, uh, like around me and, uh, I, you know, I was like, here, here's a story that will give you a great example of what kind of guy I was like, right? So I was the, um, I would come home from college and then, you know, I was the one who wanted to hug everybody. I once decided I have hippie tendencies, Sean. I'll just say it. Okay. I, I, uh, Speaking of the choir, preaching the choir. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, anyway, long story short, I decided that shaking hands was not something I was going to do, especially with my family. Um, you know, my dad was definitely a handshaker and I was like, I'm going to hug dad. Like, <laughs> like, dude, dad doesn't want to hug you. I'm like, I'm going to hug dad. And, uh, so we, you know, I was home for Christmas and, um, and that was, and, you know, to her credit, my mom, my stepmom, um, but I also refer to her as my mom, uh, out of respect for how much raising of me she did. Sure. Of course. Um, so my mom in the house uh, there was, was in the kitchen. I came home like, Hey, hey my sisters hug my sisters. And then my dad comes walking in and uh, I was like, Hey dad, he's like, Eric. And, <laughs> and I go, I was like, dad, it's good to see you. I'm happy to be home for Christmas. And you know, he, he sticks out his hand. And, uh, and I was like, I was like, dad, <laughs> like, I don't want to, I was like, I don't want to shake your hand. Like, I want to, you know, I want, let's hug. And he, and his answer was, Eric, I shake hands with all my colleagues. <laughs> and then in the background, Oh man. Wow. It's <laughs> missing the point. <laughs> and in the background, my, my very like not non uh, language abusing mom. What I heard, Jesus Christ, Phil. <laughs> and he's like, what? Like, you know, <laughs> And I was like, Dad, your, come like, on, Brent, let's this. She's in the background going, he's not your colleague. Yeah, exactly. She's, she's just like, son, he's not your colleague. Well, I took, I said that I heard, I heard that she was on my side and I was like, I was like, Dad, I'm not your colleague. And I just like squeezed an awkward hug out of him. You and, got the hug, uh, though. To this day, my brother will testify and says to me, you're the reason Dad hugs us now. Oh, nice, man. That's awesome. Yes, that's awesome. So the the touchy feely part of you is kind of like what brought out this actor side of you. Then is that kind of where it led? Like, how old were you when you kind of like you knew you wanted to act? Then, like, when did that strike you? 
I probably knew earlier than I actually went for it. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of stuff I feel like in life is like when you can have opportunities and you can also like, there's, um, giving yourself permission is a big deal. And that was a big deal for me, like giving myself permission to do what I wanted to do. I so I, um, I, uh, I mean, it's a, I don't know how long we have or how much people sure, want to sure. hear. Um, I assume you can like edit this way you like. Yeah, um, so, so my trajectory to becoming a performer and a storyteller, first of all, like, so I'll say this, first of all, like I come literally from a storytelling background and I'm not using the word loosely. Hmm. Um, and I'll explain uh, because, and I feel like the word gets used, it does get used very loosely. Hmm. Um, not all uh, companies and whatever marketers who say storytelling word uh, they're yeah, yeah. um yeah um <laughs> well whatever so i uh <laughs> I'm, I'm a purist so i um so in in high school so what happened what cracked me open finally to not wasting any more time was um i so i went to i was fortunate enough to uh have my my parents set aside money for college so you know i recognized that um you know, that opportunity and, and, and really thought that I should do what my dad said in college, which is to go to business school. Mm. Um, you know, and I, so backtrack just a little bit. I had cancer in high school oh, and wow. I was on chemotherapy for two and a half years. And uh, it was stage three is not Hodgkin's lymphoma. And it was pretty intense at the time. Mm. Um, thankfully, thanks to, uh, you know, modern medicine and specifically for me saint jude where you know everybody knows they they're the exploiters of um of bald-headed kids internationally and uh but you know what it's okay uh if yeah if if you ever get tired of saint jude's seeing bald-headed kids and um uh marie thomas uh, danny thomas's daughter you know asking for money or some celebrity asking for money just bypass that and give them money and the reason is they're amazing and they they are they are what healthcare should be in the sense of like it's universal healthcare and it's if you have a sick kid anywhere in the world and you can and you qualify for you know what they do like if it's something that needs what they do they will fly you to Memphis Tennessee hmm. uh, with your kid one parent one kid and they will put you up and they will they will heal your child wow. as best they can and that's, that's nice. it and they won't take your money they can't that's cool yeah. So, um, oh, and they share, they share all their information. So all these, you know, they, they have no patents on, on all their research. And so anyway, I was in a, I was in an, ex, at the time, an experimental program for a, a teen with a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which was stage three. And, uh, you know, it just, it just, you know, without going too much into it, 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 it just like took my life in, in, it just exploded it. And, and to the point where I didn't know how to, I didn't know where to land. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had already been sort of like slightly more, I don't know, uh, emotional than everybody else I felt, but, um, this just like, it blew, it just tore me wide open in some good ways and, and not good ways. And, uh, but when I, I just wanted to get out of the house and I went to college cause it was the only thing I knew to do. I should have taken a year. I had no business going to college at that point. I didn't know left from right. And, uh, you know, I mean, two, you know, two years before that, I didn't know if I was going to live and now I'm leaving the house, going to college. And I was like, oh. 
So three days after my final chemo, I went to college and uh, didn't know anything. And my dad was like, business school, that's the, that's the safe choice. And after like a few months, I was just, I couldn't even, like, I was, I was just like, but I couldn't switch to the arts program. I just didn't have, I probably could have if I had, but I didn't have enough in me to yeah. know that's what I really wanted or decide that or, you know, make that move. And um, it was just a whole organic process for me to, to really push in that direction. And, but what I saw as, uh, and I, I didn't feel like this um, manipulative at the time, but uh, what I now see as a, as a happy medium was that I, I, uh, I, I did the, and, uh, I, the nebulous degree of, of mass communications. <laughs> I know that one. Uh, yes. And, uh, so sorry to all you comm majors out there, but come on, right? 